Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. I watched a kind of cool movie last night. It was part two. Um, the NHK did a uh, special screening of uh, The Dragon Dentist, which the is an Dragon anime. The Dragon Dentist. Yeah. So I didn't get to watch part one because that was on Friday into Saturday and I missed it. So I watched. Is this a dentist that works on the dental hygiene of dragons or is it a dragon practicing dentistry? It's it's people that work on dragons. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, it was, it, it, was, it, was, it was pretty cool. I only got to watch part two, mm-hmm. but it was fully dubbed, and it was dubbed very well. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. So you've never seen part one? Then you get to see part one. I missed oh, it. okay. And, uh, yeah, right now I don't think you can watch it anywhere. I tried getting it off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Maybe on Crunchyroll, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, yeah, it was on the NHK, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> nice. So you'd yeah. never heard of it before? You just... No, ran I across just, it basically. Yeah, like they they put it on their Facebook. We're like, we're gonna have the Dragon Dentist, and I was like, that's weird that sh- the news station is showing an anime. Yeah, but I was like, okay, cool, I'll watch it. Nice, but yeah. I was just gonna say, isn't it that kind of like the yeah, it's Japanese, like J- CNN? Japanese CNN. Yeah, that's weird. Well, maybe they're uh, broadening their programming spectrum. I mean, it was the same dude, did, uh, same dude who did same dude who did Evangelion. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was it was very good. I mean, Sweet. part two. Yeah. I mean, part two at least I would give it you know a strong four out of five. Wow. Mainly because I didn't know what the heck was going on. Yeah. And you know a character. Was it a full length movie? So it was like the sequel to part one. Yeah. Or was a, it just well, like it was a it used, it used to be it was originally a uh, eight minute short film. Oh okay. That they were like, wow, this was really good. It won some. Mm-hmm. some prize some short film prize in japan and they were like oh this is really good we should make it into something right, more so right. they did a feature-length movie of two parts okay that were like 45 minutes that's each. kind of like uh the movie nine did you ever see that with elijah wood uh yes i think he wasn't Isn't elijah wood i don't you know me. I don't care about voice actors so yeah. i don't know the puppet people yeah yeah, yeah. well that is the same thing that it was it was first a short film, which was phenomenal, and then they decided, oh, well, this on the success of this, let's make a feature-length film, which was okay. Well, same thing with Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty oh, really? was like a quick, like, seven-minute Back to the Future parody, Okay. and then they were like, huh, this is, people really like this. It was really good. <laughs> Series! Let's make it a thing. Awesome. Well, cool. I'm glad you got to watch something, because you were... Lamenting the fact that you didn't have any cartoons to watch. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we had to put off recording yesterday. I was in a, I was in a very <laughs> in good, a funk uh, mood. But now we're ready to do episode thirty-four, right? Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast. 
episode 34. March to the Stars number three. Ba, 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 Our sci-fi ba, month continues. Ba, ba, ba. Nice, John Na-na. Williams. Nice. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't ready. Sorry. Na-na. I, my, it's too early. My voice can't go that high. It is almost one o'clock. It's too early in my day. I haven't been awake and talking enough. Some um, of us so have been awake since I still 8:30. have morning voice. My yeah. Gosh. No, I have not been awake that long. In all honesty. All right. So, any any news on your end? I mean, I think we talked about. Um, Last week, we talked about the Cars 3 casting news, but that wasn't really much. Um, there's Coco, uh, the new teaser-length trailer. Yeah, what did you think about the Coco trailer? I mean, it's cool. I, it didn't really give us anything more than right. I had already guessed about it. Um, we know that the dog's going to be in it. It wasn't just on the poster. They were like, oh, yeah. we're actually going to yeah. have a dog. So we see just kind of a little more about how things are going to move and how the movie's going to be lit and things like that. Which is interesting like, is to me. Like, is gonna be lit, or or the lighting effects? The lighting effects. Okay. Yeah. Not, I'm not I, cool enough. You always be like, "Yo, this language. movie's gonna be lit." Yeah, that's way too street for me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's neat. I don't need anything else. Like, they've already sold me on this movie. Um, I'm I'm sold based on the history of Pixar. So the whole trailer thing doesn't really interest me. But many people get off on trailers, so they. They live and breathe by the next new trailer. So I'm excited for those folks, but I'm already in. I'm, I'm watching that movie the second it comes out. Yeah, I mean, it's still nothing's like jumping out at me that it's like, this is going to be something that Josh will care to see. Yeah. So, but well, I mean, it is it, Pixar, and it, they, yeah. they don't usually jump at and say, Josh, you want to go see this movie. Right, right. Because it'll be different they're, they're, from every By other and large, movie. no pun intended, they're not the movie studio for you. By and large, where's yeah. the? Well, remember that was the, the that was the store name in Wally. It was by the letter N, large. The, sure. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, the yeah, they're not the company for you, so it makes sense that you're not blown away by anything they do. But ever. we did get uh, something else from proper Disney. Proper, oh, Proper the Big Disney. Hero 6 thing? Yeah, Big Hero 6. Nice. Has already been renewed for season two, <laughs> and we can catch season one this fall. Yeah, we're months away from season one. It's pretty impressive. Um, got two bits of anime news. Okay. Um, Sword Art Online, Ordinal Scale, mm-hmm. the new Sword Art movie. It did so well um, in its previous showings when they were showing the, the yeah. English sub that... Aniplex was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and pop that uh, pop that dub out. So they're going to be putting the dub version of the oh, movie cool. in theaters on April twenty second. Nice. Go to Fathom Events to get your tickets now. Awesome. That's cool. You gonna you gonna catch it this time? Yeah, I didn't get to. Nice. Didn't get to catch it the previously. That's so it awesome. Came up and worked, so. It's really cool to see a lot of these having that kind of success. Like the Ghibli one that we went and saw. They doubled it up for another run as well mm-hmm. because of the success of the first one. It was Spirited Away that Spirited they did away. that I wish for, they right? would have doubled up Mononoke. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. They might not have had a slot to put it into. I don't Very know. Possible. Because the Fathom Events thing is it's becoming pretty big. So it seems like there's always, like every single weekend, there's a Fathom event at 
if you have a theater locally that does Fathom events. Um, AMC, really good with the Fathom events. Yeah. And so it's really cool to see stuff like that take off. And hopefully that means we'll get more um, anime on the big screen. And I'd even love it if they brought more classic anime to the big screen. You know, if we got the chance to see Bebop or Akira or, you know, some of these old well, classics. Well, they recently did the Ghost in the Shell movie. Oh, that would have been cool. One. That would have been cool. But unfortunately, I think you may have been out of town when it was on, so we mm, didn't go. Right. You could have gone without me, man. Yeah, I could have. But I have it. I own it. Uh, so it's like, eh, there was really no point. Yeah, I, can, I don't know. I can watch it anytime. For my favorite movies, though, I would always love the. But yeah, Akira would be screen. awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I'd like to see the movie we watched today on the big screen because I never got to see it. I don't know if it was actually released here in theaters. No, it was. It, it was because we saw how much it made in North America. Oh yeah, which was like four mil. Yeah, which no, was, wasn't huge. Was um, last bit of anime news. Okay, your name mm-hmm. is now available for pre-order purchases. Yes. So far, I've only seen one weekend, which is better than the regular Fathom stuff. Instead of just you know like a one Thursday night showing, right? We actually have a Friday, a Saturday, weekend. Sunday in theaters. I, I don't know why they're not just releasing it like a regular release i don't it's like well, I mean, the, the biggest the, this, this thing... would be this would be a regular release because i mean we haven't seen previous week but that's usually mm-hmm. how most movie theaters are oh where yeah. you won't be able you can't see the next week showings until Til you know thursday of that next yeah week. okay that makes sense or the next week right that makes sense so i'm so pumped far... for that man i'm really pumped it's we've been waiting for that one for a long time at this point yeah i mean we have the opportunity to watch it but i don't want to i want to i want to watch it in english yeah and i want to watch it on the big screen first you know all these people that have their pirated streaming devices that yeah no i don't want to watch that i want to watch it in its full glory big screen first yeah and that be my first experience with it i wish the warren would do more stuff they the 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 one in more does nothing the one in Tulsa, though, that one actually does, like, anime movies and shows. Like, oh, they really? have sword art. Oh. But the one in Moore, which is what we're closest to, mm-hmm. they do nothing. They don't care. Tulsa seems to be a little more cultured. Than I would think. <laughs> than more. More Norman. Uh, that's just the impression I get. I don't know if that's really true, but... Yeah, yeah. I keep I keep checking Warren to see if mm-hmm. maybe... Since your name is so big, right? it is now the number one highest grossing anime feature of all time in japan is it it officially i mean because it passed it in the box office spirited away okay. but it's officially passed it in full revenue now oh wow so That's it's impressive it's just completely destroyed spirited away yeah but i mean you would think that much money i mean that it's made you would mm-hmm. assume that you know some of the bigger theater chains yeah would you know jump on it yeah, I think there's still a reticence of theaters to just put their, you know, all their chips on the table with a, a something like that that's coming from another country because I think there's a, a mentality here that, you know, we know how to make movies. We know what our audience want. Yeah, there might be this nerd audience that wants to see this anime, but we don't we can't guarantee we're going to make our money on that. Yeah. And we're afraid of taking that gamble because the movie theater business is, it's not this, you know, super healthy uh, industry that it was 25, 30 years ago where, you know, I mean, 
everybody went to the movies all the time. Now, with all the opportunities for people to stream and I mean, especially if you, you can know, have you know, other jailbreak a Fire Stick, yeah, and watch everything on there. Exactly. Like, because like, I, I work with some people and they're talking about, yeah, we watched a Moonlight and like this weekend and stuff. Like, oh, mm-hmm. well, how, like, where'd you go to see it? Because I mean, it's not here. Right. Like, where'd you go to see it? And like, oh, we watched it on Fire Stick. Yeah. I was like, you do get that. That's not right. Helping them make these movies yeah because like that's why i'll go see your name probably two or three times mm-hmm. just because like i want to give them my money so they will they bring more stuff exactly over. exactly yeah so it kind of makes sense to me but you know yeah the more times they bring stuff over and the more people that buy tickets like us and all of you lovely people out there who should go buy tickets to your name yeah uh the more we'll get or know? everything just go buy tickets to everything I mean, I mean, obviously, there's more watch being things in theaters. There's more being shown to us today than 20 years ago, so it's it's getting better. We're getting more anime on the big screen, and hopefully, it just keeps getting more and more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got for news. Cool, man. I like it. Did you do anything exciting this week? Ah, uh, no, I, I mean, worked. You, you were at work. I worked, man. I worked. I got a bunch of commissions, and I was working like 12, 13 hour days at work, and. Man, this has been rough. It's been a long week. Yeah, I've just been watching. Which D&D. is why I didn't get up until like <laughs> eleven in the morning. I've just been watching a lot of uh, D and D videos. Oh, nice. And getting my prepping char- for our big getting game. Getting my character. I I've rewritten his story like four times because I'm like, <laughs> nice. oh, I really like that, and then something else will pop and be like, ooh, that would be really cool. Kind of sh- nice. Try and shoehorn that in there because mm-hmm. like it went from uh, he you know grew up with. You know, his parents were, you know, soldiers, mm-hmm. and then something happened, and then he joined. Then it turned into he was an orphan, and then he joined up, and then, it, yeah, it's it's gone through, like, 17 <laughs> different variations Nice of how I want my character to go. Cool, man. You're putting a lot of thought into it. I think that's good. I know. I've been, I've been wanting to play since we – I didn't even get to play last time. That's true. You got killed. We I did got, a practice combat, out. and you got knocked out. Before you even got to do anything. No, I did get to do one thing. Um, When the dog thing, the hell beast or whatever, attacked Mm -hmm. Ryan, I used my shield to block it. Right. And so he avoided like X amount of damage. But he still took damage because he Mm -hmm. was a cat and ran up a tree. But (laughs) so I was able to block him a little bit to save him. Right. But then my roommate killed me. Yep. He killed you good, man. (laughs) Not cool. Not cool. Didn't even get to swing. My sword was still in the sheet. It, it was still there. Didn't even get to use it. It's still sharp. Good. Good. It'll be ready for our, our actual battles. <laughs> Are you going to get one of the little Lego pieces? No. I think I'm just going to draw something. Oh, come on, dude. We're all going to have little things on the board. Just get a Lego piece. I, you, peer pressure, man. Just do it, man. I've got mine coming. I thought you bought the cool little – you're going to buy one of those cool little actual figures. No, I mean I haven't been, but mm. since everybody else is doing, we've got three of the of the four players mm-hmm. or f- six players that have got Lego pieces. So I was like, uh, I was well just just do a Lego piece, I guess. If you don't want a Lego piece, don't do a Lego piece, dude. No, I'm fine with a Lego piece. All right, cool. How about we talk about some animation? Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, everybody, send me your Legos. Metropolis. That's our uh, topic of the day. The 2001 sci 
sci-fi anime film. Yes. And this is one that I'm based pretty sure I mentioned in our very first episode. Based on the 1926 German film? Silent film, yes. That is correct. That you can watch on Netflix. Each loosely based on the previous. <laughs> so it's it's kind of far from that original concept. But yes, it, it's all kind of based on those things has a kind of a flapper 20s era feel to it it's very great gatsby music it's weird because like, it's ba -ba 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 it's very new york city-ish but all the jazz is like dixieland new orleans style yeah. jazz but it's all of that 20s era sounding and what, what city are we in are we in new york city or is this like germany i i don't think because because it's... japan is still a place Right, but there, but it's like, where's this? I kind of feel like it was New York. I see. I could see New York, but then I mean, they're all like wearing Nazi attire and everything. Well, so it was like, just the just the one. Yeah, group but I mean, we also we also have you know bands. the flags all over the place that are yeah. the exact same colors. Well, I think it was the imagery was very there. Yeah, so much of this film is doing you know broad strokes of political environments that existed in the early half of the 20th century in the Western Hemisphere. So, yeah, all the way from Germany to America, there were all kinds of different factions of socialism, communism, you know, and all these things were competing against each other as ideals and, uh, you know, trying to win out the popularity. And they're just kind of going after these things in this movie. And I think... Once we start getting into the nitty gritty of this movie, to me, I think they're just painting broad strokes so they can create an environment and a feel. I think for you, you were struggling because you wanted detail as to what type what of politics this is. On? What is this faction to this faction? What is the relationship between this politician and that mayor of Metropolis? And to me, all I needed to know is that you had this young duo this boy and this girl who neither of them know that the girl's a robot and there are these giant political warring forces around them and after them and to me it's just about them trying to make it through this adventure and i don't really care about the overarching politics so to speak some well, of the connections I, well, I, are I just, loose i just wanted to know what was going on right right and some of those are loose so like those are some of the things that um, I'm critical of it as well. Um, so the things that I kind of don't like about this movie are, yeah, they, they're not real explanatory with the major plot points and the players, like the different factions and how they actually tie together. Like when you read Wikipedia's entry about the plot, <clears throat> it explains so many things that I have to assume they're just guessing about the movie because they don't explicitly tell you in the movie. And, you know, maybe they're getting that from the manga from 1949. I don't know. It's It's got to be from the manga because, like, especially yeah. at the end, what you were telling me yesterday about the end, I was like... Yeah, it has this whole... Um, <laughs> Which would have uh, been cool if they would have included that, maybe. Maybe it would have given you some Epilogue. a little bit of you know closure, but they mm -hmm. don't even do that. Yeah, he just kind of walks off with his robot friends, and you're like, okay, you're just gonna chill with your robot buddies. All right, see you, dude. 
And his uncle's just like, adios. He's like, bye. You don't need a caretaker. You look nine years old. Yeah, because you know what? He's like 12? He, he, they're young, yeah. And first off, okay, that's another thing. Like, moment one, where he's like, you go around, like when they go to the fire. Uh-huh. And he's like, you go around the back. And I'm like, don't send this like 12-year-old kid into the burning I building. Know, this inferno. What are you doing? <laughs> that's underground, it's like, no It's less. a factory fire. Yeah. So there's – plus you, you, you're you like 90% sure the guy is a – I mean he's a wanted criminal, an international right. criminal. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, let's, let's send the kid. He'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. And then that, he disappears the whole movie. Yeah, and the uncle – And the uncle just doesn't care kind of looks for him but he is really just continuing the investigation yeah he's like oh the kid's yeah. gone drat yeah is that a hot dog so it's a hot dog right so and it he tries to steal the hot that that relationship is weird but again like i don't know i'm able to just say okay well we're not meant to really care that they're separated and one's looking for the other we're really meant to care about you know the investigation is kind of its own storyline and then the boy and the girl trying to just make it back to the surface is the other storyline and not get killed by rock. There's also there's also t- so many storylines that and none of them are fleshed out or explained in depth at all. Mm-hmm. That's another problem I have with this movie. Yeah, see, to me, this is not a plot-driven movie at all. It's just, let's have this environment with this kind of but overarching then, but, but then feeling. it just makes it long. It, yeah, well, that's the other thing. It's a two-hour movie. That was the thing. It's long because it like without any sort of, you know, plot or driving device for the film, mm-hmm. it was just like, come on, just get, come on, just come, let's let's do, let's hurry something up, <laughs> find somebody, get out with the, it, it's like just hurry it up. Yeah, I, and and I I understand that. For me, the movie is so much driven by the visuals the environments and this weird city with these underground levels to it and just them navigating those alleys and those underground yeah, but you can only sewage do so aqueducts much with visuals and, though i mean if you don't have anything else it was yeah. just i the voice the voice acting though the voice acting was very very good for 2001 for a 2001 <laughs> anime okay movie yeah. nonetheless very good Better, I would say, than most of the Ghibli stuff that I've seen. Okay. The only problem was the lip flaps weren't there, but I mean yeah, that's very were... that's that's you know that's a nitpick. Yeah. Because I mean lip flaps you can kind of eh, unless you're just <laughs> focusing on the lips and not looking at the whole character. Right. Then it's you know you won't get it. But other than that, I mean, I thought it was very well done. Yeah, I like and the... had a lot of really good characters. I mean, a very really good voice actors in it. Yeah, it had Spike Spiegel in it. Yeah, right. Stephen Bloom was in it. Uh, heard his voice automatically. I'm like, oh, Spike. Um, <laughs> I heard it and I was like, this sounds familiar. I should know who this is. Aladdin was in it. Aladdin? The speaking what, what voice of Aladdin? I don't remember. Uh, it's different than the singing voice, and that's the Scott one I know. Weiner. Yeah. Werner? I think the Weiner. Whatever. Yeah. Aladdin. Um, Michael Rice. He's who, got such a distinct voice. Michael Rice, who plays Matt in Digimon. Okay. Yeah, you told me that. Was Rock. And oh, okay. I hated his character in Digimon. I hated his character in the <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, he's a jerk in this. Oh, man. He I was just, hoping he would get some sort of redemption. He's a psychopath in this movie. I, I was hoping at the, like, when he when he got shot, mm-hmm. I was hoping there would be, or not, not shot, like, when he gets knocked out 
by his dad the first time, mm-hmm. and he's like, get away, and he got, you know, they do the whole branded thing, and they strip him of his rank and title and stuff. Right. I was like, maybe he'll change. This will be his turning point, and he'll help our two her- characters, mm-hmm. whose names are, I don't know. Tima is uh, the Tima robot. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't remember Kenichi. She writes she it. She says it a million and times. And writes it all over writes the place. writes it all over the walls, yeah. Um, I-, I thought, okay, maybe this is what's going to happen. He's going to join them. Because Atlas is gone, mm-hmm. which was Aladdin, so he's right. dead. So I'm like, maybe, maybe this is what's going to happen. No, didn't yeah. happen. I was like, oh, well, so many missed opportunities in this. I don't know. I, I like that he stayed evil. I, I mean, I like all of the characters in this movie. I think that, again, for me, they're just painting feelings and um, kind of an atmosphere. You know, they're creating this political tension this power struggle and it's about these two kids just trying to make it back to where they're going which is the surface and reunite with the uncle and you know survive and they they don't know why rock is chasing them and shooting at them they don't know why there's this tumult in the world that you know they can't sort of escape but basically it's it's kind of a socialistic uh, environment where the robots, um, you know, have been designed to do all the jobs and they have to stay on certain levels below ground and do those jobs. But there's this whole, um, segment of the population whose jobs have been taken by robots and they're also forced underground and they're forced into destitution and poverty. And their struggle is that they don't have anything, not even food. And so they're trying to start a revolution to take back their jobs and get rid of robots. And, you know, so these kids just kind of get caught in the middle and they befriend some robots and the the detective befriends a detective robot. And basically all the robots die, man. They all the robots that we get attached to in this movie die. Except for Fifi, who comes back with like a plate. Which, by the way, head replacement. It's it's an Albert two, and there, you decide to call it Fifi. I think because it made a noise that sounded like Fifi is why he does it. That and they decided to name all the robots after dogs. And because all it, of his those uncle gives units uh, were Albert twos. Because his uncle gives Pero his mm-hmm. name. Oh, Fifi's of, kind of a dog Fifi's name. Fifi's yeah. a dog's name or a cat name or a yeah. pet name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I didn't. I didn't think of that. So, which is which is also isn't Pero like, the word for dog in Spanish? Yes. Clever. I don't know what Fifi is in any language. It's yeah. It's, maybe a, it's French a, for dog. A long-haired cat is what I think of. It sounds like a poodle's name. Or a poodle. Yes, exactly. A poodle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like watching, like uh, listening to this, like her voice, like it, well, his voice, Kenichi's voice. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was thinking, I was like, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, it's uh, Brienne's uh, Seidel, 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 I don't know. But yeah, she does a lot of you know old anime. Like she was Jim Hawkins and uh, Outlaw Star, and uh, stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Cool. Just you know, because like yeah, there was, I, and there were so many people that I was just hearing their voice. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Now, one of the things I find very interesting is is to me this is one of the earliest examples that I personally know of of what I kind of consider. 21st century feature anime filmmaking where we have these new styles of 
combining CG and 2D animation with a lot of the landscapes and effects and like clouds and smoke and things like that. And but then it also brings in what I see well, you, as you, a you, very you need to watch Ghost in the Shell then because they did so many different things with that original movie. Uh-huh. That, when did that come out? Oh god. Uh, in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's one thing that is definitely on my list to watch cuz you talked about it a lot and I'm interested in seeing it. Maybe an anime. Uh maybe. But not because we've already picked that anime. Yeah. Maybe uh, that could be our April Fools episode. Maybe you get a little a little drink maybe. Of Zinnia, maybe and we watch that <clears throat> maybe i'd be a fool and uh talk about ghost in the shell yeah okay uh anyway so you know it it has a lot of those contemporary markers of you know maybe we go back as far as ghost in the shell that's fine but you know for the last 20 years or so this kind of style of anime but the character design seems to be much more of a throwback to older style anime where they have the weird stylization of the Astro Boy kind of of the legs getting fatter at the bottom. Like they all have cankles. Yeah, and it was yeah, big like, yeah feet, it's very, like very Astro feet. Boy. I don't get that aesthetic it's weird. at all. Like so the first fifteen to twenty minutes of this movie, every time I watch it, I'm always a little off put by that. But then by about twenty minutes in it my eyes, I guess, have adjusted to the aesthetic, and I'm fine with it. But there are several moments throughout that I'm like, why is he wearing bell bottoms with platform? Oh, no, that's just his calves. Like, he's wearing shorts. Yes, yeah, he's wearing shorts the whole time. big old calf looks like a bell bottom ending like in some big clown shoe. And it's like, what? <laughs> this is it's so dumb. weird. And then, like, uh, Duke Red's... Uh, hawk-like nose and then the feathering hair yeah, coming off the he was back very, was, he was so very, weird. He was very like Cyborg 009. I don't know like, what that is. Yeah, it's alright. But I'll I'll, I'll show you. I'll show okay. you a pic. But okay. yeah, he looked remarkably similar and I was yeah. like, hmm. It was cool though that they, they were trying to give it that early 20th century look with all of their tuxedos and their suits and their hair and their mustaches and beards. They all kind of looked like high society from from back in the day and i liked that i thought they did a good job um but to me the things besides um which one is he oh the guy on the left yeah he's got a big nose he does have yeah a big nose. His, his hair is more feathered nice cut out in there so let me see this oh gosh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious so the character design is a little weird but I do like it. Like I like Rock. I like his whole Rock thing. Was the, Rock was the only character that looked semi-normal. And I liked Tima. I loved her little blonde wispy hair yeah, and her sure. super cute eyes. I just thought she was adorable. And well, it did it did that classic anime thing where it like floops, mm-hmm. little floops in the L- back, little floops. Yeah. I like that. Even even when whatever happens, like there could yeah. be wind blowing, it could be doused in water, mm-hmm. just one shake. And you got the back. floops. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, the character design I thought was pretty pretty good, even though it was based on a strange aesthetic. But to me, the two best things about this movie are the city itself, the the visuals and environments, all the design work that went into creating this world, which to me was totally unique. It was very exotic and interesting to look at on every level they were on. But then it also 
was completely convincing. We've talked about this before that it was an actual lived in city where people worked and played and lived out their lives, you know, at varying levels of high society to, you know, destitution down low. And I really liked that. I loved them running through alleys and, you know, downstairs. And when they're on that, like, uh, bike with the, the cart in the front, was, and he's, was, like, racing really through. Cool chasing. It was awesome. And I just... Sets a good music, too. Well, that's where I'm going next, yeah. So, to me, the city takes on almost a character role itself. I felt like the city played such a big role in it. And there's this one marker in the middle of it on the surface, which is the ziggurat, which is this seat of power, but it's also this secret weapon. And it's like this dastardly secret plan um, that we only get to know bits and pieces of along the way, which I found that mysterious and interesting. But then, yes, the music. To me, the music in this movie is unbelievably good. I love the score. The score is great. But then they're playing this 20s-sounding Dixieland jazz-style music. What was that song that they played at the very, very end when everything's blowing up? Well, then that's Ray Charles' I Can't Stop Loving You. And that, was, that, that moment, that was you're just hit. like, that oh. That was really, really <laughs> good. They, he pushes the button, and the movie sound goes silent, and that song starts, and you see all these explosions in total silence, but just that song yeah. playing. That was the powerful. Best, that was the best part of the whole entire movie. Yeah. And the whole time, because uh, Team at this point has you know gone not she's really insane. evil. Well, not, not really. I mean, she's a robot, so I mean, it's just her her programming kicked yeah. in. Yeah. Her destroy humanity programming. Mm-hmm. So she's doing that thing, and Kenichi is still trying to get with her still the whole trying to entire save her, time. Yeah. That was the best. Like honestly, that ending bit was the best part of the movie for me. And see, I guess I'm fine with the wait for that ending because I do love everything about them exploring the city, and I love the music along the way, and just watching her kind of learn along the way is interesting enough to me. Yeah, and like, I know that, oh my gosh, when we get to the last 15 minutes, it's on. It's so good. Their their love story was believable. Yeah, I agree. I will say. When he's it like was, blushing, when she's first kind of trying to write yeah, and talk, Kenichi. and he does that little blush thing when she, when she's like clearly like, I like oh, yeah, you, you're the, cool. The, 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 yes. the, the what, like four red uh-huh. lines, therefore he's it's an so anime adorable. blush. And he, he does that little, like, awkward, like, smile, then, like, not smile thing. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like and, and her growing the whole, like, it was it was really cute. They were super yeah. cute together. They were. But they... then, then that ending, though, it was like, it, it gets the heartstrings just yeah. a little bit. It does. Because like, the moment that she gets blasted and she's hanging on by that really thin rope, I was like, yeah. no. Uh, this, this one, uh, this one when it starts good. to fray you're like crap all hope's gone I was, all hope's I was gone like, oh no 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 this is really yeah. really bad she's not yeah. gonna make it it's weird because it ends on such a like that scene ends with tragedy i mean you don't want her to fall you want her to be saved and somehow go back to being her again because doesn't she, she say doesn't. Kenichi right before yeah, she... Yeah, she realizes it oh. right when the rope breaks, yeah. and But then there's this final scene where the ziggurat's destroyed and a huge portion of the city and the sun comes up and they're just like, oh, let's go survey the damage. And he, he Kenichi goes down there and well, here's Fifi the thing. and all the other robots show up with little parts of Tima 
And then they walk off into the sunset. Fifi gives Kenichi her heart. Yeah. And I'm like, But apparently, according to Wikipedia, he stays to start a robot shop and with all his robot friends, rebuild Tima. But we don't see that in the movie. It's so weird. That would have been better. But I don't know. Yeah. That ending segment, though, where they're in the ziggurat and they're in that room, the throne room, and she starts to realize and she sits on the throne. You're just thinking – the first time you watch it, you're like, what when, is going to happen get, when here? She, when Rock shoots her and mm-hmm. she gets up and she realizes that she's a robot, yeah. it's like, ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's like, The only thing it's, I it's don't slow, like about that scene – is that rocks in disguise as the maid <laughs> and he rips off his face he's and like, it's him underneath. And he's That's like, the only part I was like, what? You have a really good figure, Rock. <laughs> and he like takes it off and he's like wearing the black turtleneck. And I was like, wait, she was wear- she was sleeveless. How did you yeah. do that? Yeah. Oh, man. I, that was a little goofy. But other than that, I, I thought it was great. You know, that's a great scene to talk about the visuals in because – this well, movie was trying weird, to combine CG three, and yeah, 2D a lot, and it's early in the days of that being successful, and so I think it rides the line sometimes, and there are several shots in the movie that I'm like, okay, this is clearly CG, and I don't want it to be that clear right now that this is CG, but... I think for the most part, they do a good job of combining those elements. And that scene, I think, is pulled off really well. There were some other scenes, like especially in the very beginning when they're doing sweeping shots of the city and they pull mm-hmm. out from the ziggurat. And you're like, okay, is this movie CG or is it 2D? Like, I don't know. Um, because they don't well, show you any 2D characters in that first segment. The, the first part I, I really started and I was like, hmm, is when they showed her throne. And mm-hmm. it was like full CG, but then it was weird because then it backed up and it turned two D, or it looked like it turned two well, D. I think they were using some different techniques there. I think all of it remained CG, but they were using that that flat panel CG with the lines around it, yeah. so it looked more two D. Yeah, and that's what made yeah. it, that's what made it look cool because when it was then it was just showing like her Iron Throne thing, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. But then when it was zooming back, I was like, oh. Okay, it's actually it's blending better with the background. Yeah, yeah. So I, I that was kind of kind yeah. of nifty. Yeah, I mean they did a good job with it. You know, once we get to movies like Padma Inverted and Boy and the Beast, then I mean the CG and two D stuff in those movies was seamless. I thought. I mean, just spectacularly it's also woven like together. Fourteen years later. Right. Yeah. But I love that the Japanese studios are still pushing for two D, and they're just using CG to help enhance it mm-hmm. and help, you know, move the the technology and that storytelling technique forward. Instead of just fully going 3D like Disney and Pixar and DreamWorks and all these domestic studios have done, they've all abandoned 2D and it's really sad. The only the, the except only, for TV. Yeah, it's TV is the only time that we yeah. have 2D because it seems like it's a little bit more expensive to do the 3D stuff. Yeah, that's why they you can kind of like put it just on like the Netflix mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we're just talking about uh, Dragon's Dentist last night, it was it was a regular 2D anime, but they blended some you know cg elements in there yeah they did really well same thing with attack on titan attack on titan is 2d but they'll blend some cg Mm -hmm. elements to mixed it's kind of mixed when they do it because 
like when they do it like all like the horses and stuff that they usually do because it's easier to mm-hmm. you know cgi a horse with somebody on the back because it's running so much mm-hmm. but when when they did it a couple times on attack on titan i was like Ooh, maybe maybe let's pull back just a bit, just <laughs> kind of pull back just a bit but yeah like like watching dragon dennis last night i was like yeah and that's new that was this year like it was the premiere was what they showed that was oh, the first okay. time that oh because like it was uh it premiered in february i think in japanese but this was the english dub for mm-hmm. march and that was the first time that we got to see it over here not even funimation or crunchyroll even wow. had it yet nice. so this was like the premiere i was like it blends it very very well yeah so i mean they're as, as long as they're we the continue, masters of it over there yeah i mean yeah, I mean, look at some of the stuff that we get here from, I'm not going to say, name any studios, but <laughs> we get some garbage sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some garbage in Japan, too. There's a spectrum. No. The stuff that makes it over here is usually the best of the best. But they they crank out a ton of stuff. It can't all be good, dude. Dude, it is. I mean, I don't think everything Disney and Pixar does is great either. I have problems with some of the things they like, do. Like, uh, what was it, Over the Range or whatever? Uh, Home on the Home Range. Oh, man, let's not even talk <laughs> about that. that right. That's that's not very good. So, All right, so um, just real quick. In general. How, how, how long do you think that war was that they fought? Well, in the movie, it's about a minute and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they kind of... They show you the beginning of it when it kicks off. We see and the then revolution. they show like a montage of like tanks and cannons yeah, and, and things and like stuff that. From, like, yeah, we see tanks and cannons and stuff. And then, but that they're also in trenches. It looked like World War One and World War Two stock footage that they were like kind animated. Of, kind of. And I was like, where were these trenches? This is a. This is a city. Apparently it went this outside a, the city. This is a metropolis. Well, I think we're supposed to assume that it was more than just the city of Metropolis where this more of like a uprising thing. was happening. I think so. But again, to me, well, that's again, less it's of the one, point. It's one of the things they don't explain in this movie. Right. And to me, that's, that's fine. And I didn't need them to. I just needed them to, to show me, okay, yeah, there's civil unrest. That's all I needed. And it was quashed rather quickly. So... And Aladdin died. And Aladdin did die. <laughs> There's a lot of violence Steven, and death uh, in this Spike movie. Spike Spiegel died, too. Yeah. I mean, humans die in it. Robots Poor die robots. all over the place in this. People just, like, and... smash them for no reason. Oh, yeah. Like, we saw that graffiti on the wall that literally says F robots. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. your, whole, your whole city, your whole way of life is dependent yeah. on these robots. Right. And you're like... Screw the robots. And that was another thing. Cause, like you had factions that were, we like the robots, but we want to keep them in control. So we'll destroy any robots that get out of control. Yeah, that leave then their level. Then we have or, the yeah. other side where they're like, we hate all robots. Mm-hmm. And then there was the military that was just like, oh, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it was really bizarre. Like, it was. It was. But again, I don't think they, for me, they don't need to spend a lot of time really fleshing all that that's the thing your stuff is visuals and the visuals can look fine but Mm -hmm. the story elements because that's that's that is the that is the main problem with this movie there's so much going on but there's not anything going on Mm -hmm. and you're just like because and you're just like sitting there in the dark and you're just like i I 
I can't, I can't follow this. I mean, you, you did pause was, several times yeah, so that I could I had help connect the dots I was for like, you. What, what is this? Like, this, it's not clear. Right. And it's, it's <laughs> let's rank this thing. Let's I'm, do it. Let's do it. You've had a night to think about it. Do you have your score? You go first. All right. Um, as I said earlier, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on our very first episode. It's one I've been wanting to do for a long time. Until recently, it was my very favorite anime movie. It's still way, 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 way up there for me. I, I really love this movie, despite some of the problems I have with it. So for me, this gets, out of five Jiminy Crickets, it gets a full five. I love it. I Again, I yeah, the major difference between you and me is you need that solid story in there that like that's your top thing that's like my third thing so the fact that it didn't it's not a story driven movie doesn't ding the score for me so the visuals the the city the music and just the two main characters are amazing and the main villain who i think is rock i just i think yeah it's awesome. because what's his face he's kind of the red duke yeah the red yeah. duke like he's he's you set you set him up to be the bad guy like you set him up to be like this hitler type character because mm-hmm. at the very beginning he's doing this big huge you know speech hands waving everywhere yeah and then he's like just pushed off to the side mm-hmm. you're like well oh. it's like then we go to the ground the stuff happening on the ground level you know, so to speak, they're on many different levels, but you know what I mean? Like the people out in the streets actually doing the things, not the people in power. They're kind of making their puppeteer moves up on high, but really rock is the one out there doing the dirty work. So then in our story where we go to the ground level where the people are rock becomes the villain because we're talking about yeah, but, the people that are actually out there doing things, things. Like don't set something up if you can't pay it off. Well, he's still the big baddie at the end Not really. And, and really in charge of everything. Yeah, because he's setting up the whole thing. And he finally gets Tima, and they're setting up this super-powered weapon that's going to help him take over the world and, you know, seize power over everything. Was that what he was doing? Yes. He's trying to take over the world. Well, I mean, he's, he's claiming that Tima is going to rule the world, but really he's trying to take over the world. See, I thought that he was, like, he did all that for the guise of he wants all of the robots under control. Well, that's part of it. I didn't get that he was taken over No, he says several times he wants to expand their power across the world. Yeah, but he's talking about robots. Mm. Because Metropolis, like, everything is pretty much run by robots. Right. See, another another thing that I... It doesn't make (laughs) any sense. That's why the movie... I want to give it a two, but I'm going to give it a three because of the the love story. That's the the end. That's the only reason it gets a three. Everything else is is just toss. Toss? Yeah. I mean, there's no story at all. There is story. There's There's no story. It's like an outline of a story. Yeah, they're like... (laughs) You you write it's like I kind of want this to happen. Bullet how, point. How's that, how's Politics. That gonna, how's that gonna happen? Bullet I don't point. Know. I'm Civil just, unrest. I'm just gonna say that this is gonna happen. Be like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. It's like it's like me giving. What you know what I bet happened? Someone's like they were in the pitch, you know, the pitch area, and they were like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. Blah 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 blah. And they just kind of did like what you said, bullet points, and they're like, okay, just make the movie like that. Mm-hmm. Do you want us to expand anything? No. No. Do you want them to have? meaningless scenes where they're just kind of around yeah sure why not <laughs> so you want us to have that 30 minute scene where it's just the general and you see the you know the black and white crap for 30 seconds 
if not longer happen where we could have you know explained anything in the story you don't want any of that <laughs> no just screw that yeah it's all right what That's about can dude. we have can we have like another like one to two minute scene where it actually probably longer than that probably maybe five minutes mm-hmm. where tima is riding kenichi on everything and then that maid takes her outside to see rock and then nothing happens can we do that please can we what make mean that nothing happen? happens he captures her and he deactivates her yeah literally though that could have happened in three seconds all you had to do was see she could be drawing so the, she could be drawing on the, yeah she could be drawing on the wall he could just come behind her, just take her and leave well he couldn't get into the in I at that bet point he could well i know but we're led to believe that he couldn't make it in he had to get her to come out because he's he's like blackballed at yeah that he's point. blackballed but still you yeah. could, we could have just done that yeah. and be like oh cool that would have been nifty <laughs> instead of this long drawn out procession of i bet you like that kid oh, i bet he likes you see too. i find and it's that just like, the oh. the japanese uh filmmaking techniques they like to you know let something develop they like to let something but simmer did, on a slow did. boil they're not afraid to make you wait for something and i kind of like that i like yeah, that kind they, of pacing but going off of like just off of padma mm-hmm. they tell you up front this is what happened this is the story these mm-hmm. are why these two groups and you get it you're like well, I, got it yeah i understand yeah it's a much this, stronger this movie, story they didn't do that right and, and so that's why i kept pausing and be like what's going on yeah this doesn't make any sense again i don't think that they intended this to be a like this is not a story piece I don't think. Like I don't like I think story is like the third most important thing. Maybe the manga's better. Maybe. Maybe it's, the manga's better. Uh, it's sixty eight years old. You ever you read any me? manga that old? Um earliest stuff I've read is from the sixties. Yeah. So D C stuff? I mean no, I mean like manga. Oh, manga? Ones, yeah. Really? Yeah. But I mean oh uh, dude, I've read fifties. I think it's, I've it's read some, some comics from the 80s, and have, that's about as far I back. I have a Captain America in there where I think he's fighting Nazis. Yeah? Yeah. I think I've got one, too, where it's like the first appearance of uh, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, it's old stuff, and you can tell it's <laughs> old stuff. Yeah. But, man. Nice. Well, um, I'm glad we finally got to watch this. I'm glad to know your stance on Metropolis now. Um, oh, and, and I, what, was, I, what was sad, though, it makes is sense I was you... really, really looking forward to it, and mm-hmm. I think it may have hyped it up a little bit more in my head because yeah. I've been waiting for it for so long. Mm-hmm. But It makes sense to me why your, your score is what it is because of the things that you look for in a movie. And, yeah, when I think about it, there's the story – is not strong. And that's one of the big reasons why I currently like the boy and the beast better than this movie, because it brings just as good visuals, uh, a better blending of CG and 2d animation. And it has a super strong story. Yeah. A, such a compelling story. Like I was so invested in those two characters, like from 20 minutes in, I was like, I love these people yeah and they and then when and you feel it when kumatetsu dies yes and you're just like <clears throat> yeah no it's that's currently my top spot in anime is the yeah. boy and the beast it's really freaking good 
So, but I'm glad we finally got to watch this one. So, ready for a top five? Uh, yeah, let's do top five. Top five. And now for another top five. All right, so this week on the top five, to kind of go with the movie a little bit, this is slowly going <laughs> a lot of it. We decided to do our top five animated robots. I'm doing my top five animated robots. I did. I did robot robots and uh, <laughs> and androids. I combined them. Yeah, just I was like, like we talked about this beforehand. I don't even think it's worth getting into the debate debate on where you draw the line between robot and android. I'm just doing any anything that was made, manufactured. Yeah, I don't care if it's an android or a robot; they all go on the list. Okay. So cool. You're first. first. Yeah, yeah, you're first now. So for my number five, I went with QT from Space Dandy. Q. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. That's yeah. the same people that did Cowboy. Exactly. Right. Okay. And Shampoo. So. Uh, is it Shampoo? It's Shampoo. Okay. I'm gonna do uh, my number five from the movie robots i'm going with the main yeah the main (laughs) character rodney i love that movie man i I love all those robots the design work is cool so that's my number five we should do robots that was like that i i've I've seen it the one time oh really yeah it's so entertaining we should definitely do robots at some point i vaguely remember it it's it's awesome it's hilarious uh my number four from fully cooly i went with conti the robot television that's another anime series right okay robot television yeah he's like he's got a tv head he's like a yeah he's pretty cool awesome sounds tubular my number four is the biggest robot i could think of the iron giant okay i love him i know you don't care for that movie and it mystifies me but was was he here's where i was getting into a lot of problems Mm -hmm. because i was looking up like robots and stuff things to you know jog my mind Mm -hmm. and in anime it's like the robots are all like mech suits so it's all like gundams and even galleon and girl and stuff like that that's just a suit with a person in it right exactly so i'm like it's not really a robot yeah yeah but that's what they call it they call it giant robot anime and i'm like hmm okay i guess But Again, I'm not. I don't care about the rules on this one at all. If you want to put mechs in there, do it, I didn't, dude. I didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> um, for my number three mm-hmm. from Mass Effect, Ooh. Mass Effect, really just two and three. I don't think oh, he was in one. so I don't know it then. Um, Legion. He's a Geth. You remember fighting the Geth? Yeah. You get one of them on your team. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's okay. pretty dope. Cool. And then, oh, Legion. <laughs> Does he, he, he can see either, his demise. He can either die <laughs> uh-huh. or. You're super cool like Josh because you played Mass Effect 3 way too much <laughs> and you were able to save him nice. and get the uh, Tally's people and the Geth to kind of – the Quarians. Are they the Quarians? I think they're the Quarians. Mm-hmm. The Quarians and the Geth to be friends nice. with each other and not blow each other up. Nice. You're such a diplomat, Josh. Yeah, man. All right. My number three from tonight's movie, none other than the adorable Tima. Kinchi. Oh. Nah, Tima. I, I think she's great. I, I love everything about that character. So, that's my pick. My number two, from Disney, <sighs> from the movie Big Hero 6. Nice. I went with Baymax. I was hoping that would be higher on your list. It's a good pick, though. Well, my number one, 
I still don't have. So I have to wait <laughs> your, for your number game two. Game time decision? Yeah, it's still right. up in the air. All right. So that was your number two, right? Number two. All right. My number two is one we talked about a couple weeks ago. Wally. Oh, Wally? Really? Yes, I, I love Wally. No, Eve looks super cool, but I love Wally. Like, Wally's my guy. He's so cool. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, honorable mentions. I have uh, HK47 from Knights of the o- Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, the game. Yeah. Okay. He's this little, he's an a-hole. Uh, <laughs> but he's a, he's a droid. He's an assassin droid. He's a... Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I actually hate him, but he's funny, but I hate him. Nice. Like on my second playthrough, you, you, you go to Tatooine and you purchase him mm-hmm. and he joins your team. My second playthrough, I didn't even buy him. Nice. I just left him. I was like, no. You can stay over there. I don't stay care about here. you. Um, I also went with Eve from Wally. Good pick. Good pick. I went with uh, Yuki Nagato from The Melancholy of Haruhai Suzumiya. Okay. I also went with R. Dorothy Wainwright from Big O. Wow. Yeah. Never heard of that one. She's technically a robot. Well, I actually think she's an android. Again. No distinctions, distinctions. here. <laughs> um, do you want to do, do your... Yeah, I'll do my honorable mentions. Uh, this was really hard for me. I like a lot of these robots, and it was hard to cut these out. So I've got Grievous from Clone Wars. Ooh, forgot about Grievous. He is fantastic, yeah. I got Eve what from about Wally. Which one's Dirge? He's the one with all the... The one that they try and kill like 13 times. That's oh, like the, yeah. In him. Yeah, no, he was cool, but Grievous is way cooler. So, yeah, I like Grievous. Uh, Emperor Zerg from Toy Story. Do you remember um, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's good. Bender from Futurama. Got about Bender. <laughs> you gotta love that dude. And uh, Carl from Meet the Robinsons. You remember oh, Carl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, little gold-colored robot. Skinny legs and skinny arms. Mm-hmm. He's like, when you invent me the next time, can you work on my body or whatever he says? That's right. I forgot. He's like, these alarms don't it. exactly make the toaster whistle or something like that. <laughs> um, so for my number one, I cheated because I couldn't think of it. I, could, I didn't have <laughs> enough time. So from the entire cast of <laughs> the entire cast of the movie Robots, um, for my number one part one. I went with uh, Major Makoto Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell. She's the okay. major. She's the main mm-hmm. BA heroine. Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Okay. And I also went with, from Adventure Time, I went with Bemo. <laughs> so we have a tie at number one? We have one? a tie at number one. Nice. I like yeah. it. I'll allow really a tie. I freaking love Bemo. Yeah. I don't know. I can't picture who that is. I've seen a lot of the characters from that show, but I can't, I can't picture uh, he's it. Like a, he looks like a little blue Game Boy. Oh, nice. All right. Well, that's our top five for the week. You didn't we do did yours. Real quick. Oh, we did. I uh, I'm sorry. I got it. Uh, yours I is did. Baymax from Big Hero 6. Yep, it is. You got it. He's my Ha-ha! favorite. He's my favorite. He's so good. Um, Be- before we go on to that, do okay. you do you want to do the, uh, the, the April stuff, or do you want to talk about Tron? Um, let's talk about the April stuff. Okay. All right. So, guys – Audience Appreciation April is around the corner, and we just want to say thank you again to everybody who sent us your suggestions for things for us to watch and things for us to rank in our top fives for the entire month of April. So we have gotten our list. Oh, that's adorable. BM is what he's called? BMO. BMO. Oh, he's got the O for the arm. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we've made our selections for April. 
I'm pretty excited about them. Are you excited? They actually turned out very, very well. Yeah. So here is our lineup. And we for did April. it super scientifically. Every everything that was in like everything that you guys said that you wanted us to watch, mm-hmm. wrote down, put them in a randomizer, right? With uh, extra guesses, like say a couple people wanted, uh, like Josh Calhoun, who I work with, mm-hmm. he put like thirty thousand anime on there, <laughs> so I gave him like ten things, right? And I just put Calhoun anime, yeah. Because I was just gonna be like. What do you want to watch? Did we end up picking any of his? Unfortunately, no. Oh! Came number 10. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, like, stinks. we put, like, Anastasia and all, all this uh-huh. stuff down there. Everybody and put them in the randomizer. The list, yeah. And since April is the fourth month, I did a one, two, three, four. Okay. And that's how we got our top four. Nice. Excellent. So, the first week in April, we're going to be watching Hey Arnold, which I've never seen before. You've seen that, right? That's one of your shows. I guess because you're yes. singing the theme song, um, and we may have some some guest some, hosts, some casters. Sweet, that'll there. be awesome. And then the next week we're going to be doing Death Note, which you've talked about on the show a yes. lot. I'm interested to see it. So we're going to do like the first five or so episodes. Yeah, just kind of. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and choose five. I'd rather watch the first five yeah, personally. That may be but, easiest for yeah. us. And then we also mm-hmm. have some casters on to talk about Death Note. Oh, cool. I, hey, anytime. I like that. And then the third week, we're finally going to do something I've been wanting to do forever. I don't know how that ended up there. I I was really <laughs> hoping it would be something cool. I can't wait. This <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. So we're going to watch the three original short films that Wallace and Gromit did. Uh, this is back in the 90s, like mid-90s, these all came out. And... I freaking adore them. So I'm excited about that. And then the last week we're doing the Titanic hit from 2016 Academy Award winning Academy Award winning Zootopia. Zootopia. I cannot believe that this one won. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, Oh, man, I'm perfect. So again, all of you guys. Thanks to Carolina for, uh, you know, putting half of our stuff in there. Yeah, she was awesome. She interacted on all of our posts. um, So that's awesome. But yeah, thanks to everybody who gave us all these suggestions. All of you have been entered into our April uh, Audience Appreciation April giveaway. We've talked about what the prizes are going to be. We're going to have the Toy Story trilogy on Blu-ray, a Star vs. the Force of Evil book. Um, some artwork from a couple of artists and some Ghibli socks. Oh, and some Ghibli socks. So it's going to be Which an awesome there prize package. there may not be a pair taken out of the Ghibli socks. <laughs> I'm just going to forewarn you now. Nice. But yeah, we're waiting for everything to ship in. Some mm-hmm. stuff was on back order, so got it. Unfortunately, we got some just, time. Just waiting for yeah, it to come. Yeah, we got some time before so. we take the official picture. So we'll be announcing the winner of the package in April. So keep tuning in, and um, you know there might be some other little. Um, shout outs and giveaways during the month along the way just to continue to say thanks to you guys so yeah man i'm excited and we'll talk about our top fives later that we're gonna do yeah so i just wanted to reveal the the films so you've got about five minutes okay talk about tron yes i'm so excited so recently i finally went back and watched the tron uprising uh animated show that disney xd did back in 2012 this was just think the year after tron legacy came out and i saw that movie on my birthday oh yeah and i fell asleep oh i'm sorry tron's not for you either it's not a story driven thing it's a it's very much like metropolis where it's it's more about oh look at this cool environment and let's have 
I mean, a little was, adventure it only, through it. It was only weird because they brought uh, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell. No. No, not Kurt Russell. Um, I I get those two guys Jeff mixed up. Jeff Bridges. They brought yes. Jeff Bridges on, and he was basically the dude again. Mm, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. That's where it kind of it kind of lost me. And he's wearing yeah. like his white outfit, and he's very zen. He's like, bro, man. And he's like, <laughs> he you gotta say go bro. through the Tron, brother. And I was like, <laughs> well, no. Uh, that's ridiculous. He did not have a white Russian, so he was not the dude. So, what they did in this movie... Wait, that chick wasn't Russian? It's set between... No. It's set between... <laughs> that was weak, dude. <laughs> that was good. It's set before Tron Legacy, the series is. And it got canceled after season one, so it doesn't totally connect with the movie, but it kind of does. It, it makes it almost too the, the movie. Is it the No, no. He's not. He doesn't show up in the grid until Tron Legacy. Well, that that seems weird. It's like, only if, if about programs. S- it's only about programs. Okay. Flynn shows up in one scene. Is it actual Bruce Boxleitner though? He's Tron. Same thing. Yes, Bruce Boxleitner is the voice of Tron in this series, and he's cool. awesome. He's because he's freaking cool. Bruce Boxleitner. Yeah, man. he's awesome. The so, captain from Babylon Five. Again, the like metropolis and the other tron things is it's not a story driven kind of show or world or universe to me it's all about that cool environment of the grid you got your light cycles you got your programs and the disc wars and you got these you know you got clue trying to take the grid over and make it this perfect thing and you got kevin flynn on the outside like wanting it to spring into its own thing and be unique with the uh, isos and so you just kind of have this cool environment, and it's set around these few characters who work in this garage. They're all mechanics. They work on light cycles and tanks and vehicles. And one of them basically ends up taking on the mantle of Tron because Tron is injured at this point and can't fight for uh, the users anymore. And so this renegade character, played by Elijah Wood, um, takes on the mantle of Tron. It's kind of like Mask of Zorro. Okay. It's basically what it is. And, you know, he basically just kind of starts this revolution. And it's about all the people around him, you know, taking different sides. You know, they're against the renegade. They're for the renegade. But he can't reveal that he's the renegade. So, like, his two friends, Mara and ugh, I can't remember his name, are they split on different sides of this political issue. And so it's really interesting to see how those things play out. Um but yeah, I think they nailed the look of the grid in this show. The animation is unbelievably good. Like, it's super, super this was, high this level. This was Disney, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any of the action, any of the effects, the lighting, the textures, just amazing. If you love the look of Tron, which I feel like most of the fandom of Tron just adores the look of Tron. That's what it is. It's just this neat thing. And if you like that, then you'll like this show because it just it's pure Tron eye candy in this show. It's amazing. The only thing that I will criticize about it visually is they went for an incredibly strange proportion with the characters. Have you seen any footage of it at all? No, go ahead and talk. So basically from the waist up, they have standard proportions, but they all have extra elongated legs. And so it makes for a weird gate to their walk. Tron? Tron Uprising. It looks really cool when they're fighting and they deliver a kick because it's this big, long, whipping leg. But it makes for some very awkward posing and walking and running. Yeah, 
It's that weird. That looks bizarre. It does. It, and so it takes about the first half of the show to kind of get your I, mind the, used to it's it. It's very stylized, and I yeah. like that. Like, it's that super right stylized. There, that looks really cool. Yeah. And so the, the girl with green hair there, Mara, um, that's one of uh, Beck's friends. That's Mandy Moore that plays She's her. Cute. Yeah, she's totally cute. And then Paul Rubens plays one of the villains in it, and he's amazing. He's so good in it. I like how she has, like, it's a beauty mark, but it's like a fire yeah. nose. Yeah. It's cute. It, it, it's a really well-designed show. So I I loved it. I mean, I, I would give it, because it's only a season and I have a problem with the legs, I'd give it a four, but it's a really solid four. Like, I could – I'm. I can see myself buying this so that I can rewatch it anytime I want. It's a fantastic show. I think you might like it because it has. You know what? I may I may go into it just because I do kind of like that. It it is very stylish. I, yeah, I do. Like it's that. only nineteen episodes, and it has more story in it than both of the Tron movies combined. I will like say it is a story driven show. I look at it, and I automatically go put go to that John Mulaney skit where they're like, "Look at that high waisted man." I'm like, I don't know yeah, that one. Good. That's fine. It's new in town. I, what is new in town? It's his special. Also, oh, he's a stand-up comedian. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Charlie's seen it, but I haven't oh, yeah. seen it. Yeah. Comeback Kid is also really good. He goes mm-hmm. on this whole entire uh, tirade mm-hmm. about uh, like when he he got to meet Bill Clinton when he was like nine years old, mm-hmm. um, and they went to like the, the Jefferson Ballroom or whatever. Right. It's the same ballroom that they use in The Fugitive. So he kept cutting back to the fugitive stuff. It's like, yeah, we went to Jefferson. You know, like the one from the the movie with Harrison Ford. The Fugitive, yeah. And he says something else. He's like, yeah, The Fugitive, yeah. And, he's like, and then he starts talking a little bit more. Yeah, it's in that scene where... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was really, really good. So um, Tron Uprising is... Give it a four? Uh, yeah, I give it a four. It's currently available on Hulu. And is it not on Netflix? It's not on Netflix, just okay. on Hulu. Well, so, good thing I have your Hulu. Yeah, you got it. So watch it, man. I, I recommend it. It's good. I, yeah, I'll check it out because I've been, I've been kind of jazzing for stuff. Yeah. Because I don't have Star until like the summer. Mm-hmm. I don't have Ladybug until the summer. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything right now. Yeah, man. Nineteen. I've episodes. been watching Good Morning Call, which is a, it's a Japanese drama, like romantic comedy drama based on a manga. Oh my god! But it's live action, <laughs> so wow. there's a lot of overacting, mm-hmm. like there would be in a manga. Right. But it's it's actually pretty, it's pretty good. Nice. Main character is kind of a tool, but <laughs> main male character, the female character, she's adorable. Right. Cool, man. Well, I think you should give it a shot. Yeah, I'll check it out. Sure. All right. Not. All right. Cool. I think that about wraps it up. That's all the content we have. That's it. I mean, we've got. <laughs> You did that. You did that really well. I think oh, I, gave, I, I gave you five minutes and you did six. So that was nice. actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, and you broke in a couple times. So. I did break in a couple times. I did perfectly. No. <laughs> you you have to account for me breaking in. Oh, that's the, that's I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. I'll know that next time. All right, Gavin. So where can everybody find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Arts. Are you still taking commissions? Uh, right now, commissions are closed um, until I finish current commissions and another project and then they'll be reopening in a couple weeks nice yeah. and you can find me at animation well no you can't you can find me on twitter and instagram at josh l kane you can find the show on instagram at animation station podcast and on twitter at animate podcast mm-hmm. and the website is www.animationstationpodcast.com and the facebook page is the is it the i can't I think remember it's animation station animation station 
And you can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or the podcast tab of our website. Download us, like us, recommend us, tell your friends. Give us a review. Give us a review. Maybe you like what we're doing. Maybe you don't like what we're doing. Maybe you want us to include something else. Yeah. We won't know unless you let us help There is an animated film from your country that you would love us to watch that we've never talked about or maybe even we don't know about it. We have a lot of international. Let us know. We have a lot of international uh, listeners. Yeah. I would like to know if there is something. Like, I know we have someone from Estonia. Yeah. I want to know if there's like an Estonian film animated film or yeah, series or something there might there very well may be that would be interesting or what animations coming out of argentina right now let us know That's we have it. we have no idea we're also looking for you just kind of stopped going <laughs> i did um we're all we are also still in the process of trying to find a third member oh, okay so if you have anything or would like to you know let us know maybe we uh maybe we try out you did maybe that last we, uh, time. Yeah, I did do it last uh... time. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, shoot me or the podcast a uh, little thing on Instagram, like oh, a DM I'm... or something. Okay. Say, hey, I want to, and you know, maybe we'll do a couple. We'll Tests. chat. Maybe do a recording test. test runs. See if everything like sounds it. good. I like it. Yeah, we'll go from there. Cool. Sweet. And you can listen to me on uh, Clouds this uh, the oh, Friday yeah. edition of Cloud Citycast. I, I argue with uh, Liam about sci-fi movies really yeah oh cool i can't wait to hear it i'm so far behind on my podcast right now it's sad it's because you work too much yeah it's true Mm -hmm. it's very true and i can't listen to podcasts while i work even even when it's after hours because they're too distracting because i'm having to like read emails and compose emails and things like that and i can't have words going on i can have music but not words oh see mine is uh like i'm still you know, mine's really monotonous. It's basically the same thing over and over mm-hmm. because it's just setups. Mm-hmm. But I downloaded YouTube Red or pre- did the 30-day yeah. free trial of YouTube Red. So I've been getting, uh, like, the Critical Role episodes. They're, like, ah. three, three and a half hours each. Mm-hmm. So I'm downloading those, and I'm listening to those at work. Oh, nice. So I can go through, like, two episodes a day. See, the thing that is, like, what yeah, plus happens. plus we're in overtime starting this week. So oh, nice. I'll have even more time. Nice. Yeah, see, my problem is it doesn't affect my work, but I'll be focusing on my work and I'll realize, oh, I haven't heard the last 20 minutes of this podcast. I have to rewind. You know, yeah. that's what happens to me. That so happens. I don't like to play them because I miss them. See, I'm the opposite. I'll, I'll be listening too much into that. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, snap, they wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> this was a rush. Oh, no. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, dude. I mean, I'm good at my job. People that listen. Yeah, you are. You're fantastic. So for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Major look. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 